Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. What's good with y'all out there? This is the gap. I'm Kamal. Ooh, wee. Got a juicy episode for y'all today. Hey, like the tubers say, like, share, comment, subscribe, you know, push that notification bell, all that good shit. Y'all know what to do? Hey, <laughs> let's get it. Look it. Also, go check out my other shows. The Rack Show, which has a sketch comedy. They got my other partners that I think they funnier than me. But, you know, the people out there think I'm funnier than them. We all funny. It ain't a competition, all right? But y'all go check out The Rack Show. It got my other talented friends in it. And also my uh, Komal Redonda analyst. I'm going to start promoting that every show, you feel me? We on episode 9. Ooh-wee. We getting up there. Getting up there in age. Ooh. Yeah, but y'all go check the two shows out. And you already know how I say it. And for the potters out there, I'm on Apple Music and SoundCloud, baby. You know what's up? Sound like a... SoundCloud rapper in this motherfucker. Ooh. But y'all know the format of the show, so we got to get right into it, baby. Excuses. Stop it. Stop them. They ass, yo. They poo. Stop coming up with the lamest excuses. Excuses, man. Kind of like assholes at times. Everybody got one, and the shit stinks. <laughs> yeah, man, y'all start coming with these lame-ass excuses, like, when it comes to doing anything. Y'all want to start a podcast, do the research, start one, go out there and do it. If you want to start a show, research it. If you got the money to back you, start the show. If you want to start working out, stop with the excuses. Get there. Start working out. You know what? Shameless plug, I got a partner named Tommy Alexander, TA Fitness 85. Go check bro out if you're out in San Diego and want to get your fat ass into some shape or your skinny ass, some big ass muscles. Go check bro out. Start with the excuses though. I had plenty of partners, they be having coming up with excuses and shit at times and I'm like, nah, 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 not today. And I see they doing their thing. I don't want to be around nobody that got excuses. Y'all out there, no more excuses. Stop it. It's poo. It sounds whack. Enough of my rant. Damn, I sound like I was ranting. <laughs> yeah, stop with excuses. Hella lame. Bull. Anyway, for the next topic. um, On Clubhouse's do as should we own, as black people, own our own media stations. And that's a good question. Uh, clearly, we need to, but kind of lack the resources of that. You know what I mean? And when he mean by on his own media station, he's talking about like how PBS like publications owned by a white person, Fox publication owned by a white person. We need to have our own sector of a black person owning a news media station. It sound like us. But before we get to that. I personally think that we need more African-American journalists. Hell, we need more minority journalists. I'm going to hit y'all with some stats. I know y'all hate stat classes. Shit, I failed stats my first time around. 
Shit, but then I got an A after that. <laughs> yeah, next time I took around, I aced that bitch. I'm good with numbers. What y'all talking about? Even though y'all ain't said nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with them stats though, baby. Nah, but for real, I think we need more African-American journalists in the mainstream. So far, black people make up 13% of the population. But how many are in the main newsrooms or main journalists and stuff like that? Hmm. Yes, 7%. Okay, we're a little over half, but damn, fuck all that. We need to be the same representation. There's 13% of black people in the population. Hell, we need to be 15% in the newsroom media. They already like how we is. They steal all our swag. They steal everything we do. We need to have our, more black journalists that speak like me or speak like you out there, giving us the news that we deem is important and the way that we like the news delivered. That's all I'm saying. And not only African-American, just minority journalists, period. Minorities make up 40% of the population. I'm talking about in the United States, by the way. 40%. But only make up 17% of the newsrooms. That's bull malarkey. You see that? Bull malarkey. I'm trying, I'm trying to tone down my cursing a little bit, you dummy. <laughs> I'm still curse, though. God damn it. <laughs> I just want to turn it down a little bit Cause I'll be saying other things Like to switch out curse words and shit You feel me? Like, like shyster <laughs> But yeah uh, 17% In the newsroom That number gotta go up I'm sorry That is way too low That is way too low It needs to be higher We need more representation In journalism not only as African Americans, but minorities all around the United States. I don't always have to hear, like, look at Judy from PBS. I love your old ass, okay? But I don't always want my news from an old white woman. Even though she's dope, y'all. Y'all go go watch PBS. She is dope as hell. She be talking shit on the under two. Y'all just gotta catch it though. She be trying to say a little slick shit to people or whatever. Hey, I'm giving Judy. Judy, Judy, give your flowers right now. But with that being said, I don't always want to watch somebody that's either Caucasian or, for the most part, male delivering my news all the time. Because it might be stories that they don't know how to deliver to me that I find is important. Or what they find is important, I don't find that's important. And what I deem that's important to the black community and the minority community, they might not even give a flying fuck about. So with that being said, we need more representation in the newsroom and in journalism. I'm kind of like a journalist at this point. <laughs> I'm a journalist. Woo-wee! Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Let's get into this next topic. Ooh, Cuomo! Oh, you dirty, dirty little boy. You dirty little bitch. <laughs> Yo, Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo going through some shit right now. Like, he got sexual harassment uh, accusations going against him. And it's been getting out there that he's been very unpleasant to work with. Borderline an asshole. Who am I fucking kidding? Borderline ass. They say he's an asshole. <laughs> That's what they say. This motherfucker's an asshole. Like, goddamn. 
Yeah, they say he's very unpleasant to work with. He's a snob. He's just a grade A anus. <laughs> Bruh. But yeah, he's having a sexual ac uh, accusations against him. And like, at one point, this motherfucker was approving people calling themselves homosexuals. You know what? People out there that was calling themselves homosexuals, y'all shut your fucking mouths. <laughs> A homosexual? Are you serious? That shit sound dirty as hell. Sound like a uh uh, like sound like you like fucking uh uh slugs. <laughs> That's what it sound like. You like uh. slugs? That's a homosexual. You you <coughs> slugs, which is very disgusting. Ugh, slug. <laughs> Homosexual is a slug fucker. We we got it. Put that in wiki. Wikipedia. Damn. But yeah, man, Cuomo going through shit, man. If y'all don't know who Andrew Cuomo is, you sure already know. But if you don't, Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York City. Once again, New York City. He's the governor of that shit. Y'all look him up, bro. He's some old decrepit white dude that's doing what politicians do best. Fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Oh, you know what we about to get into right now. And I got to get the air horns before I get into this. <laughs> we are getting into the sad segment. And you know, I had to talk about this show right here. It done came back. Good golly. Snowfall, baby! Oh my god! Snowfall! Oh! Such an incredible show. Y'all doing y'all thing. Y'all are doing y'all thing right now, Snowfall. Ooh! It comes on FX and FX Hulu the next day. Y'all done seen the commercial. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> it's in its fourth season. So... To me, whenever a show gets to have five to seven seasons, it's usually a great show. Sometimes people, they be going after seven seasons and they just fuck up the storyline. I don't like that. Don't go past seven. Seven is the lucky number when it comes to shows. When it comes to episodes, eight to ten. A little gem for y'all. You feel me? You know, I ain't never made no show. What the fuck am I going to talk about? Man, man, you ain't never made a show like that. Man, you know. <laughs> I hear y'all are already out there, the comments down there and stuff. Nah, but it's in its fourth season. It's a crime drama. It was created by John Singleton. Y'all know who John Singleton is. If y'all don't, goggle him. Ask my bro Google. He got all the answers. You feel me? John Singleton made some incredible stuff. And it was also created by Eric Amadio and Dave. Audrey. Hope I pronounced those those last names right, goddamn. <laughs> but yeah, man. So it has uh it has actors such as uh Danson Indris, who plays Franklin, and Carter Hudson, who plays Teddy McDonald. Franklin is a 20-year-old drug kingpin, and Teddy McDonald is the CIA agent. So this is a couple characters, like I Couple names I wanted to put out there. It got a bunch of great actors 
that I didn't name on this show. Just incredible actors. Just they kill their roles. Shit is just woo. Synopsis of the show takes place in 1983, and it's the in, the infancy of the crack epidemic in LA. That's the synopsis of the show. But how they tell it, woo! So incredible. Good lord. Yes, man. All right, so I'm gonna just give you the brief rundown of the first three seasons as best as I can. Basically, Franklin starts out as a young, young, young lad. Uh, bruh, he doesn't really, he don't really want to sell drugs, to be honest. Then, like, just kind of back against the wall. And he saw, like, yo, they making money. This is okay. Then he's with his one partner, Leon. Now, Leon a crazy motherfucker. And I love it. <laughs> this nigga, wow. But, yeah, him, Leon, this other, he had one more brother. I think he got killed, though. But, yeah, they just got to the gang. And Franklin was like, he was making moves. He connected with one of the uh, the Spanish partners, this Mexican dude. Is he Mexican or Cuban? I think he Mexican. Linked up with him, took a small amount, boom. Start running shit. You feel me? Start running it, running it. Then, I think, it also shows, like, how the CIA was in on, like, giving drugs to the poor and black communities, especially with crack. They was flooding in the drugs. They showing that aspect of, of that in this show. Then it's also showing how, like, the Mexican side came into the drug gang, too, and how they were involved in this uh, epidemic. This shit was an epidemic. So, they showed them and how they, they were going through shit, too. And, like, bro, like, the CIA agent connected with the uh, the Mexican uh, the Mexican dude, and he's in, like, a Mexican gang, and them niggas is fucking, you know, they're pushing drugs, and you got the, the police and all that, and you got them connected with Franklin, getting the drugs into the black community, and then they showing it on the micro level of what was happening in the black community when it came to the crack epidemic. Yeah. And so that that all intertwines between season one and three. All that intertwines. I'm not going to give you everything that happened to Snowfall from season one to season three. Y'all go check it out because the shit is fire. Shit. I'll tell you one scene. One scene, right? Franklin, right? Chilling, right? This one dude, this is dude, he like, he's trying to rob them niggas, right? This is when they just started out the season one. And then he was like the biggest, baddest nigga in the hood. He did some weird shit, though. Some strange shit. Y'all gotta go see, see season one to figure out what I'm talking about. But they tried to rob him, bro. came. It was like, you know what I mean? Try to punk Franklin. It was in some like sewer shit somewhere in, in LA. You know how dirty LA is. You know what I mean? Just getting the sewer somewhere or something like that. And, uh, and then Franklin pulled out the piece. And bro was like, You ain't about to use that, you little bitch. What happened? Franklin used it on that nigga. Pow, pow, pow. I think it showed the first time him killing somebody. Killed bro, put him in the trunk, disposed of the body. The rest is history. Story started getting around. Bam. Franklin's kingpin. Bam, bam, bam. Whew, Franklin out there murking niggas. And then he started making moves. And I want to tell you another scene in season three that was like, wow. So Franklin first loved this chick that they were fucking with each other. Rocking, rocking, you feel me? And her dad was a cop. Franklin ended up getting her dad killed. They were hella close. Uh, Ken. You know what happened? Yep. She found out. Found out. Her dad got killed because this nigga. 
When her dad got killed, guess what she, she, what she started doing? Yep, you guessed it. Crack. Now this nigga in a Gig. dilemma. His conscience is eating at him. He's like, damn, the look, the woman I love using the shit that's making me hella dope. Man. But at the end of season three, spoiler alert. If you don't want to fucking hear it, skip this part. But I don't give a damn. <laughs> but basically, end of season three, she finds out, gets this nigga around, pops this nigga. Bow, bow, bow. He on the ground. Bow. Pops his ass. What happens? End of season three. Nigga wakes up. Can't believe it. Yep. Pops. That's what type of stuff is going on in the show. But they on season four. And now I'm going to tell you about. There's only two episodes that's been out. By the time you see this episode of The Gab, a third episode is going to be out. All right. But yeah, man. Season four. They hopping right into the action because season three was kind of lacking with the action. Not season four. Right to it. Right to it. Ooh-wee. So it starts off at Franklin. He's trying to get back his, you know, get back into it because he just got shot. He's healing. You know, he on a crank, uh, a, a cane and shit. I was about to say a crane. I'm like, nigga, crane? Niggas don't walk with cranes. They walk with canes. <laughs> he walk with a cane, trying to get back to it because, you know, shit in turmoil. So he's trying to restore order and stuff like that. Yep, you guessed it. Leon ain't fucking with bruh because in season three they got some beef. Now Leon trying to own his own thing. And what happened? They get into an argument. He tells Leon, like, no, you need to calm down. You need to chill, bruh. Leon's like, fuck you, nigga. I ain't listening to nothing you got to say. So what Franklin do? Yep, you can't use my plug. Find your own plug. Damn. So then beef with that. Then you got beef with these other two gangs. You feel me? One, Scully. Scully! And we ain't talking about X-Files, motherfucker. Because there ain't no more during this. Gore. <laughs> Scully. Scully is a crazy ass motherfucker. He run the, I think he run the blood games like Inglewood or something like that. Bruh is freaking wild. Woo! One of the scenes they show in uh season uh four, what they show, bruh? Spoiler alert, sorry, but he killed one of the opposing gang members, uh partners. The opposing gang member, his name is like uh uh what is that nigga? It's like hot boy or dope boy. Some light-skinned nigga with waves. You know how them niggas act? <laughs> Too cool for school. That type of nigga. So, bruh ended up taking one of his partners and like crucifix this nigga. Had him up like in like the Parker's, uh, uh, it was like the baseball cages or some shit like that. Somewhere. The nigga saw it was like, damn! So, Scully, wow. I like it though. Bruh. <laughs> that nigga, Wild than a mother. Good lord. But then, we got the other opposing group, Hot Boy, Dope Boy. He coming up too, you feel me? So they beefing, and it's a war on the streets, and Franklin's crew, and his people that he got, nobody want to slang. Nobody want to buy no dope. Nobody want to slang nothing because they scared to go out on the streets. So, what happened was, Franklin met up with a uh, uh, fucking Teddy McDonald, the CIA nigga, because he... Is funneling the drugs to the black community through Franklin. You feel me? So, uh, uh, Teddy McDonald's basically tell him, like, look, fund both groups, pick a side. Wow. You know what he does? He does that. He gives both groups weapon. He pick the wrong fucking side, though. Pick Doughboy's side or Hot Boy, whatever the fuck his name is. 
Light-skinned nigga with waves. That's what we're going to call him. The light-skinned bro with waves. Boom. Come in there. They try to set Scully up. Scully hit that, that PCP. Where the hell he hit? Came out. Nah, bro. It don't feel right. His partners was like, what the hell you talking about? Nah, bro. The vibes don't feel right, bro. The vibes don't feel right. Nigga start bucking. Bow. You know what happened? Stupid ass nigga from Light Skin Bro with the Waves crew come out too soon. This nigga trying to act hard, but he was scared than a bitch. Come out, start shooting. Whole plan goes to shit. Scully gets shot. Other people get shot. They warn her Scully dead. In a season episode uh 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 two, what happened? They find out Scully ain't dead. Now these niggas in panic mode. Oh man, you feel me? And then. Teddy McDonald on the CIA side, he dealing with the shit going on in Mexico and shit. All the briberies from the law enforcement. They thought him and his uh, Mexican partner that's in with the Mexican gang. They thought they had everything situated. Nope. Bruh's out of here. New sheriff in town. And you know what? He want more money. Greedy bastard. Shit. That's basically what's happening on they end. It all intertwines. This is good. This is good. I mean, the crack epidemic was not good. But the way they're telling the story is super good. Because this story been told a lot of times. And it's like, all right, bro. It ain't. They telling it good. So, with that being said, Snowfall on FX. Or FX Hulu the next day. Oh. Y'all go check that show out. I recommend, if you ain't seen it before, go from binge watch from episode one, season one, till now. So then we can have something to talk about. And if you've seen it, comment below and tell me one of your favorite scenes. Hell, tell me one of your favorite characters. Hell, just tell me anything. I don't care. I just want you to comment. (laughs) But nah. What a great show. Yee yee. Y'all go check that out though. You already know. Alright, man. Y'all know what time it is. Oh goodness. It is. Meantime. Woo! You know I love my memes. You know I love my memes, right? Let's get into the first meme. Oh man. So I got this meme a couple weeks ago, but I felt like I should use this meme today because I went to this comedy show uh, on Saturday. You know what I mean? Shout out to Bilal. If you're watching, shout out to you. He set up the comedy show out here in San Diego. The shit was fucking funny. They had some great comics up there making me laugh and shit like that. You feel me? They did have the black people in one section and the white people in the other section. I don't know what that was about. You know what I mean? You feel me? They put us in the VIP section, though. I mean, uh, I ain't gonna complain. <laughs> no, that shit was kind of funny, though. That comedy show was funny as fuck, though, man. True grind comedy. Shout out shout out to y'all. Y'all doing your thing, man. But with that all being said, there was a nigga there that looked like Peter Griffin. Like dead on Peter Griffin. I was like, damn, Peter. I know you do comedy, but I didn't know you come to comedy shows. <laughs> Oh, man. Nah, bro, we got to get... Where is it? Where is it at? Yeah, there it go. You know, family guy. Ewers! So, we got the meme. We got Peter on the right. Then we got this nigga that looked like Peter on the left. 
the Peter that look on the left. Peter Griffin in high school. There's a person really named Peter Griffin and look like Peter Griffin. On the right, you got the cartoon uh, character, Peter Griffin, and it says, all grown up. <laughs> and there's a dude, it's probably the same dude. He was at the comedy show. Bruh, I saw bruh at the comedy show. You know, one of my favorite lines from a Family Guy. You know what? I don't pay you to speak. Matter of fact, I don't pay you at all. Count it. <laughs> oh, what a legendary cartoon. Hey, in the comments below, let me know who your favorite character of Family Guy is. And let me know some of them lines y'all fuck with. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Look at me. Sometimes you could just make anything into a damn meme. All right? So, for the potters out there, there's a Dodge Ram truck. And it's like, on the, you know, the freeway uh, rail on the left side? Well, this motherfucker's over it. He's on the oncoming traffic. This nigga's over. Eat shit. Ram the fuck out that rail. <laughs> but it has it over, and it's all the truck is all fucked up. And what it reads, too much ram, not enough dodge. <laughs> oh, man, I love the little dad jokes, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it tickles me inside. Pause that. Um, then, all right, then, for my smokers out there, you know how it be. You know how it be when you hit that blunt a couple times? You start getting into your zone. So it got a couple people in the pictures. They, they famous for memes and shit. They use these niggas for memes all the time. And they look at Stone looking, looking, looking. <laughs> okay. And then it says, hits blunt. Then it says, in quotation marks, when you lose a thought, where does it go? Where does it go? Does it go into the section of the brain? Lost thoughts? Or did you ever have that thought at all? <laughs> I'm trying to sound like a conspiracy theory. Oh, man. Oh, man, these memes, man. Hey, y'all out there, man, if y'all got, got any topics y'all want to talk about, if y'all got any memes, that y'all think is funny, or y'all want me to go over, let me know. Put it down in the comments. Let me know. Also, if y'all got shows that y'all want me to watch, movies, or albums to listen to, let me know. I'm all for it. Oh, man. That means was motherfucking funny. <sighs> anyway, I'm Kamal, and this is The Gap. Oh, man. Hey, and like the tubers say, like, share, comment. Stunner the subscription. You know what? Stop stunning the subscription. No, just be nice to the subscription. You know what? Give it a compliment. Take the, the notification bell on a date. Let's be nice to these things now. <laughs> For my potters out there, I'm on Apple Music and I'm on SoundCloud. And hey, y'all go check out my other shows though. I got Kamal Rajonder Analyst. You know what I mean? That means a witty analyst. <laughs> I got that on there, and I'll go, I also got The Rack Show on there. Y'all go check that out. That's on the channel, too. You feel me? And it's all funnies. Ha, 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 ha. On that note.
Peace out, guys. And yes, down below in the comments, you put dirty, dirty little boy Chromo. Put that, you little dirty bastard. Y'all can put that. I approve it. <laughs> this was good. This was good. Ooh, yeah.